Welcome to a brand new episode of Sequel Rights, the podcast where we take a look at the franchises that make you go, they made how many of those? And we give each and every sequel a fair trial. My name is Justin Camps, and I'm here with Elizabeth Helley and Tyler Hymanson. And we have another very special guest with us today, continuing that guest train. Choo choo. Joining us is friend of the show, Cannon Hamlin. Hey, thanks for having me on. Thanks for being here. Oh, yeah. Ken's going to be talking to us about uh, some of the politics of the purge. It's very historically accurate. That's right. It's almost (laughs) like a documentary. Mm -hmm. A documentary (laughs) from the future. Uh, Cannon worked on several campaigns back home in his home state of Alabama, uh, worked for the Obama campaign in 2008 and a little bit in 2012. There you go. I was an annoying college kid in 2008. (laughs) And uh, the purge election year is specifically only about campaigns. That's right. It's so. a, it's it's a hard nosed. It's about uh, polling and yeah. absolutely. There's a lot of polling data in there. Uh, it has the scene in map that That's you right. look at. Yeah. It's a whole yeah. montage yeah. of flyers handing Nate, out. Nate Silver is a big part of the plot. <laughs> it's a huge part of the plot. Yeah, they, they get when we elect presidents the date correct. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Uh, well, if you haven't guessed it, we're talking about the purge election year this week. Um, and uh, do you guys want to like watch that trailer? Yeah. You want, you want to? <laughs> I do. I'm pushing in play right now! We played a lot of Purge games this evening. We have just one more. It's called Mommy's Choice. Which one of you will survive this year's Purge? The soul of our country is at stake. The Purge targets the poor and the innocent. The Senator's going to win. She's going to make real changes, too. It is a night... That is defining our country. It's time to do something about that, Senator. The purge has to come to an end. You take a lot of risks, Senator. I have to. I was the only one in my family to survive. What made you apply for this position? I almost did something on purge night some years back. I want this night gone. I want men in all these rooms. We got eyes and ears on everything. All right, let's begin. This is your emergency broadcast system announcing the commencement of the annual purge. 2016. It is, in fact, election year. Mm-hmm. Man, what do you guys think of this movie? I, I <laughs> had a little bit of like PTSD flashbacks yeah, during like, this. <laughs> I was just like, oh, it's so like close to home. <laughs> like, yeah. It was sad. Is it a little too soon? Yeah. yeah. The funny thing is it came out before the election, right? Right. We were all yeah. living the rose-colored glasses. Like, we thought life. it was funny then. We were like, ha-ha, you know, and now we're like, oh. <laughs> yeah, there's no way that it can. And, and now it's even, now that it's a year into it, it's like, oh, God, it's so much worse. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's funny that the next one they're doing is the first Purge, right? right. Because yeah. is that just going to be actually a documentary? Like, I right. joked about it before. <laughs> At this point, it's just going to be. And this is yeah, how we got it this It's got to take place in 2020. 20 or something right, right. because yeah. yeah the the one that we saw before the very first one was 2022 i think right and yeah. yeah it's it's something where it is some near future stuff and it doesn't the movie doesn't it's i'm gonna get on a sci-fi bent right here is like this movie does not have enough near future bullshit to be well what about homemade drones we don't have those, those now are... do we? yeah <laughs> 
I could I put some two, LEDs like, on a drone. Exactly. The best way to disguise your homemade drone is to put a lot of red, white, and blue <laughs> lights on it. Yeah, and have people shouting in Russian. There's a lot of there's a lot of people for Purge Night. They decided I'm going to be the most ostentatious and the most lights as possible. Like they want it to be the Main Street Parade. Yes, there's two cars from the Main Street Electrical Parade in this movie. Like, they did mention it like early on. This is Halloween for adults. Yeah, and they absolutely hammered that. that, that thing I mean, I thought Halloween was Halloween for adults, but. Well, <laughs> turns out you can't kill people on no. Halloween. Yeah. So. And, that's what, and that's what Halloween's all about. Not no. yet. Yeah. Not this, yet. Not this, yet. This movie feels <laughs> not October 2018. <laughs> that policy, it's in the works. Yeah. But I think maybe the writers were just too scared to keep going into the future of the franchise because they were like, what if we accidentally predict something again that like actually happens? And so they're like, let's just go back. Well, let's also, do prequels. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, with the way this one ends, which we'll get to, I guess, uh, you know, it's it's... They probably were like, well, no, what do we do? I mean, obviously, <laughs> it, there could still be some conflict there. but And also, like, the, pur- the Purge movies are supposed to be scary stuff we don't want to happen. Mm-hmm. But if in the movie, like, Juliet won and became president, we'd all be like, yay. Like, mm-hmm. And so then the movies would actually be better than what we're currently living through. Uh, Eliz is referencing uh, Elizabeth <laughs> Mitchell in the starring uh, role. Starring Juliet. As Juliet. No. We refuse to call <laughs> her anything Juliet. but Star- Juliet. No. Silence! <laughs> Starring as Charlie Roan. Do you mean Mrs. Claus? Senator, that- <laughs> Senator Charlie Roan. Juliet. Is it? Wait, isn't the kid in Santa Claus named Charlie? I think so. Yeah. Oh shit! <laughs> it's a crossover episode. <laughs> it's amazing the kid how happened ma- to be a woman and is now Senator. I'm kidding. How many like crossover? And you know, Frank Grillo could be like Fred Ward's cousin. He could be. <laughs> he kind of looks like him. A they get, they look similarly. I think it's Ish. his son. White. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they are you know, white. That's you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. Gotcha. Anyway, uh, <laughs> this movie. So yes, this movie starts uh, gets you in like okay, it's an election year, things are happening, and then we get to see. I think this is the first time we actually get to see new founding fathers, and they show them to us right up. Front. Yeah, we saw like a really short TV clip of a Donald Talbot. Talbot, yeah. Donald mm. Talbot in the last movie. There's also like a big George Clinton montage in the, yeah, movie, yeah. the opening. It's very funky music. Yeah, oh, that's sure right. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so wait, before we, I mean, yeah. like, the obvious question here for all you guys is, what would be on your Purge playlist? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I don't think it would be George Clinton. I mean, I did no. like the girls that came in with Party in the USA later. That oh, could yeah. be like a top choice. That got stuck in my head after that <laughs> entire movie. Notice it's not the version by Miley Cyrus because she was probably like, nope, nope. <laughs> not going to do it, do this movie. I would say T-Rex might be on my Purge playlist. It starts off, not that song, but no. uh, yeah, probably not George Clinton. I think Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Some Enya, yeah. you know. Some Enya. That's, that's true. Oh, I think uh, that Evanescence song. Really yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wake me up. Yeah, wake me up. <laughs> oh, God. I just wanted to say, too, that have I have a... Sex, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They'll just purge themselves. I have, a pic- <laughs> I have a picture of myself with George Clinton, by the way. Nice. Yeah, from college. Is it during the purge? <laughs> yeah. Um, he is dressed pretty ostentatiously, I'll say that. <laughs> he could have been on his way to some murder folks. Some he might have been, folks. yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, this opening scene, we, we get to see that um, Charlie Roan has survived this purge. Purge games. past, yeah. Right. Where it's like, mommy chooses who lives or whatever. Yeah. What do you guys think of the like sound mix in this movie? Like everyone who speaks from behind a mask or almost like any of the people doing the purge outside, 
their voices all sounded like to me at least on my tv that they're like in the space where like a narrator would be yes like they don't no. sound like they're in the movie it's that they sound like very like ADR. It's all ADR yeah, it sounds yeah. like they're coming from outside the film yeah. but i'm like i don't like this and yeah <laughs> it might be that i come from more of playing video games and watching movies but yeah. it felt yeah. more video gaming at that point. oh like, absolutely it felt like this is the scene where this person comes in so everyone needs to hear them clearly yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. this npc is really loud all exactly the time. <laughs> exactly turn down the game sounds yeah exactly. <laughs> like, stop those monks from chanting this <laughs> give me some subtitles. Yeah. just kind of like those moments that took me out of the movie because i was like why is this this, this movie does not feel like a movie to me it felt like a not scary farm maze Oh yeah, like um, like like. Or do you mean that Universal Halloween Horror Nights? Maze? Well, no, because I haven't been in one of those, but I imagine that they're better than what this <laughs> feels like. <laughs> but like it's, like it's like oh, like turn around this corner real quick. Oh, it's a scary guy. He's gonna yell something. Like up, oh, but now well, we're moving one, up. This one definitely had more of that feeling because they'd just be walking around. They'd be like, oh, there's a guillotine. Oh, yeah. there's some people yeah. hanging. You yeah. know, like well, I was gonna say, like the purge. I feel like uh, throughout these films, like this one has gotten pretty scary. Right. People are setting up full guillotines in the middle of alleyways. Yeah. <laughs> They're setting up like, what's that thing? There's a trap at one point that's like the blade that goes across. Like a pendulum. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or something. Yeah. And they spend way too long getting through that. That like, part was hilarious because <laughs> you hear the, again, you've got the ADR people going like, oh no, they missed it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Also, like, why would you go through on the same swing of the pendulum? Like, you, wouldn't you, like, send one person and then wait and then the next person yeah. go? Like, These people do not have a lot of pendulum experience. Uh, that's right. And, like, and that's why we're launching our new, pack, our new podcast talking about pendulum. Talk about <laughs> swing with right. pendulums. Yeah. Swing, distance, yeah. <laughs> um, the pod and the pendulum. I just thought that was so funny that they, like, you can't see people anywhere, but apparently there were people watching for someone to die from this pendulum. <laughs> so, yeah, from an audio booth. And then, like, as they run off, they're like... Uh, good luck tonight. <laughs> what it might have been is they might have gotten a complaint about the first purge basically being in a house. Uh-huh. Right. So they keep showing set pieces. Like, look, they're just setting up a guillotine over here. Or look, it's all that spoiler There's alert. A bunch of people it's hanging. a bunch of the crypts coming around. I yeah. feel like that the second movie did a, a better job. And I also feel like that there was more uh, uh, wit or, or satire to the second movie and the vignettes that they chose. I mean, it was just a bunch of vignettes. It was like, let's get these characters and move them through these different situations. But I feel like that there was a little bit more more satire to them or there was a little bit yeah. more bite to them where these are just like and also, image. Yeah, also they like interacted with them in some right. way these ones they were just walked by as some lady who burned her family and yeah. Saying, like, you also kind of have like the <laughs> setting of DC like you know obviously we love LA we live here but like downtown is not iconic visually you know where in right. DC they can like show the Lincoln Memorial vandalized and like the guillotine obviously has like very strong political you know sure. like, ramifications are you saying this like movie that. was political in some nature <laughs> <laughs> well, it does but have really, election in the title. Wait, I didn't really get that. Did you? Is, it is political. Or it was pretty it? subtle. It, yeah, yeah. I didn't get that watching this movie. Yeah. No. Is it because, is it because comes the out and kills people? Yeah. <laughs> Russian Uncle Sam? When Russians yeah. interfered in our election? That's right. That's what I was talking about? Yeah. <laughs> that is a, okay, that's an interesting concept this movie brings up. Murder tourism. Yes. Yeah, Murder tourism. I did like that. Jobs. They're, t- they're yeah. taking natural-born American <laughs> jobs. <laughs> it's interesting, yeah, it's interesting that, the, that the purge can extend to anyone who is in America. Yeah, if you're in the border, I mean, and you know what? That's... 
that's the one thing that the purge is getting right is the loose borders. Loose borders. <laughs> loose borders <laughs> to purge town. Yeah. <laughs> but with murder tourism, so if people can come in, I'm assuming that people can also leave, which is making me think like, why didn't a lot of people we see just like take their vacation to Canada or Paris during the purge? Like, I guess that still wouldn't help the poor people, but right. like, you know, the Ethan Hawke family or whatever, like, wouldn't they have just? They could have just gone somewhere. Yeah. Else. I don't know. I will Plot say that, hole. I will say that this movie does an okay job of like the senator of Juliet wants to stay. She's Juliet. I'm sorry. Uh, she wants. She wants to. So it's Purge Night. Oh, so the, the new founding fathers are like where you write because like there's there's backlash from. It does a little bit of of, of story carrier from Anarchy where they're saying that the revolution is kind of working. That Dante Dante Bishop gets a name. Yeah, I the guess. bloody stranger has a name. <laughs> bloody stranger Bishop. Uh, like he gets elevated because uh, the other guy didn't want to come back for right. this movie. <laughs> yeah, Carmelo Johns yeah. died or something. Right. Uh, <laughs> he probably died. Uh, so like, uh, so what they what they say is that that uh, Juliet's actually really close to the poles, and so what the new founding fathers do. They actually use a different word. Uh, what do they yeah, say? they Her say name? the c word like eighty times oh, they, in this cabinet do. meeting. Yeah. 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 Bunch of old white people saying the c word. Just yeah, that it was makes a... me wonder. Was this before or after the Access Hollywood like tape uh, came out? You know, like because I think it seems I mean, they like they're hinting towards yeah. like we yeah. shot it before. Yeah, yeah. they're yeah. hinting towards like this bad language towards there, women. There were a lot yeah. of problems with the Lex Luthor scene yeah. of the people yeah. just sitting around. <laughs> yes. uh, not First of all, the guy sounded like a Muppet. He, he <laughs> did. His inflection was a little weird <laughs> when he called people terrible words. I, I couldn't stop thinking about it. He's the, I was like, what do I know him from? And then I'm like, I just watched Walk Hard and he's the, the wrong kid died. It's like the dad in Walk Hard. So I couldn't get that that's, out of my head. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he goes in a whole rant about, uh, and, and, I believe he's like it doesn't even make sense like the like the the way that he's constructing his sentences. It's about have and have nots. That's an Adam Smith quote. Yes, uh, <laughs> I think it's some cannot have. <laughs> some cannot have. But yeah, it's, again, it's the inflection is thing. It's yeah. just like he doesn't know how to modulate his voice. His robot parts weren't right. working correctly. Yeah. <laughs> and then they then they get into the you know he goes in the whole rant. So what they're gonna do is is the. They spin it for the new founding fathers is, you know what? You're right. The purge is only benefiting the rich. We're going to remove restrictions on level 10 politicians. Level 4 weapons, class 4 weapons, that's still in place. But can't nuke the city. You can't nuke the city, but you can, we can now kill politicians. And pretty much clear of what their plan is at this point. And then they all do their creepy chant of purge and purify, which sounds... Purify. Which sounds too close to real blessed and her, her opponent yeah blessed be the fruit uh her opponent is a <laughs> minister guy like apparently like a really like southern baptisty like serious you know speaking in tongues type oh, minister God. like yeah. <laughs> later um but yeah it's sad because the fa- new founding fathers call her the c word like multiple times and then it cuts to the convenience store where it's like these ostensibly nice poor people that actually like want her to win but even they still talk about her in a really objectifying (laughs) disgusting way like the owner of the convenience store is like she's got them little titties but she's got big ass balls like you want her to win and you said that like oh god 
And that just makes me feel sad again for like Hillary yeah. Clinton. And I'm sad. They got that other old guy there who's like, they're talking to him and he's like, Oh, yeah. He's like, I'm just thinking about whiskey and pussy. No, it's waffles. Yeah, waffles. 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 I read that down. Yeah. Waffles. waffles and pussy. Because somehow whiskey would, I don't know. I don't Yeah, waffles. Is waffles waffles is, is, is a little bit more Southern and a little bit more racist. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. We, we can get into that. But the writers are like, No, that guy, he doesn't drink whiskey. He probably eats waffles. It would, <laughs> it, 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 if I was, wonder why I thought that. If it, <laughs> if it was just this one instance, you would be like, "Oh, that like that." I laughed out loud at that line. I thought that <laughs> yeah. was hilarious. But then the movie goes further. <laughs> How so? Any any examples? Well, we'll get we'll get to those. We'll get to the, we don't want to spoil. We don't want to. We don't want to spoil the fun ways that. I mean, yeah. so this movie is kind of like all right. The first movie, white people. The second movie, more white people. But other people, too. But other people, too. And this movie is like, like in this scene, you're like, oh, like we're actually going to see some of these underserved people. Like, some of the people that, that actually the purge hurts the most, right? And you want to like these characters. You do. But it, the movie makes it very hard. Yeah. So it's like this guy who owns his family-owned business convenience store right. and he's got his uh, employee is a immigrant uh, yeah. who's Marcus. worked his way up and then he's got like this like hood rat girl that he basically like took off the streets or whatever they right. keep acting yeah, yeah. The like, little death yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah or whatever the hell the queen, her, yeah the Kenya Muerte, I guess. yeah the the girl from uh from get out um mm-hmm. yeah and so She's there, and then there's like another guy that we never see again. The guy who likes waffles. Yeah, <laughs> I think his name's like Irish Eye or something. Yeah, like yeah. That. yeah. And he just goes home, I guess. Yeah, yeah he's smart, fine. Smart, smart Irish Eye. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's got a few things on his mind, and he just wants to stay at home. <laughs> but yeah, well, they introduce you to the concept of Two that insurance companies can just be like, "Oh, you you want that." you know that coverage for purge insurance well we're doubling it today so yeah. you better you know send yeah. us twice the premium or you're screwed tomorrow. we see how they're making money off of the poor right, people right and the movie alternates between like this is a fantasy action poorer movie and right. then almost becoming poignant like that yeah. is definitely health insurance right mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. health insurance premiums are rising across the country for everyone across the board people are saying basically do we want to have health insurance or not do you want to have purge insurance or not? Right. And this is a literally life-threatening situation where right. he's like, mm, that's too much money. I will instead risk my life right. sitting on the top of my store <laughs> instead yeah. of paying your premiums. Yeah, obviously owning property is a pre-existing condition. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Right. He's exactly. got to pay more. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. It's too real. It's too real. <laughs> and it does – it comes very close to these really cool moments. So, like yeah. – Joe sitting on top of his store, defending the store, mm-hmm. is an iconic, like, L.A. riots, defend right. your stores type shot. Like, that's really cool. And then they cut right to, like, giant, what, Christmas-like cars? Yeah, that electrical out, parade. Like, electrical like, electrical, yeah, electrical yeah. parade yeah. cars. Like, it's it's so close to being kind of poignant, and then it kind of just throws it all away. Yeah, it's it's satire adjacent, this movie. <laughs> yes. It's yes. like, it's very much of, have, of, like, we have this idea, we have these things, and it's really interesting to me that it's still the same director, yeah. he's still the same writer, it feels like all the air has just gone out of it. It's like, this is the Spider-Man 3 of, of the Purge movies, <laughs> where it's just like Sam Raimi was but without just like, an emo I, scene. I don't, I don't give a shit anymore. Like, whatever. You want a Venom? Like, uh, yeah, who's that? I got, like, he's in there, I guess. Oh, man. I don't know if I'd go that far. <laughs> yeah, nobody slapped their girlfriend in this one. Yeah. <laughs> 
That is true. There was not a lot of violence in this movie. Hey, it was violence, but it wasn't domestic in nature, so therefore... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There was the one woman who shot her husband. That's true, that's, that's right. true. But then she felt remorse, which yeah. good for her. Yeah. The purge didn't work the way it was supposed to for her. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, so they... They decided to defend the shop. Joe and uh, Marcos. Marcos decided yeah. to defend the shop. Uh, I forget her name, but the little death <laughs> apparently drives around in an armored vehicle. Lenny Rucker. And this is a cool idea. A like, so I don't like so like the, there, there's an adversary that gets set up at the store. There's like these two like schoolgirls that apparently like, sociopathic like yeah. schoolgirls that want a candy bar, right? Which really kind of looked like the Apollo candy bar to me. Uh, so yeah. I was like, is that the candy bar from Lost? And Juliet's here. <laughs> Like, my mind started going so by, but you couldn't ever really see the front, but the color scheme looks similar. So basically, they say. tried to steal his candy bar, Joe stopped him, and then, like, they just end up being, like, adversaries. But the they get stopped by this girl that Joe had apparently saved. And she's, apparently, she's apparently Purge famous. Mm-hmm. Right. We don't really know why, but it makes it seem like, oh, is she like, did she fight in like some gladiatorial match? She or says like that, that she was like in, she was in gangs and yeah. stuff. And right. he, yeah. They probably he know her from her. the neighborhood or something. Yeah. yeah. And so, cut to what I think is probably the coolest idea within this movie is that she works in a basically an emergency ambulance thing. Yeah. Where she's the enforcer and they're kind of going around doing triage uh, at, at the purge. It's not clear if it's for a price. I don't think so. I don't so. think so. I don't think so. Yeah. They're just I think doing just... it like Good Samaritan. And they and said like... it's like an unspoken rule that you don't fuck with the triage right. cars. Uh, yeah, because I trust people night. during the purge <laughs> to follow yeah, yeah. rules. Uh, I don't know. It seemed like they were doing all right. They didn't really get attacked. Yes. Yes. Ex- except for later. Up, up to when it was no longer triage they were doing. I yeah, would exactly. Say. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> respect it. Uh, so all this is going down. The uh, restrictions against politicians have been removed, and uh, Juliet decides that she wants to stay in her house on Purge Night, mm-hmm. which I don't hate as a justification because, like, Frank because Gr- Grillo's like, oh, Grillo is back in this movie, yeah, <laughs> and, is, and, is, and is her head Grillo's of security. Back. By the way, we got the answer to Callie's question. He did, in fact, leave them from the yeah. last movie. Yeah. <laughs> Are you gonna leave us? <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> Got this new white lady to protect. Yeah. <laughs> um, you got a thing going, kind of. Yeah, but. yeah, it's weird. There's a lot of sexual tension yeah, between the really two of them. It might just be, be because they're two just really good-looking actors, but yeah, like, probably. yeah, I don't know. But, at the, really no, but at the end, like they they imply that they're fucking. Okay. There's a little. There's a little. Like a little... they implied at the beginning. She's yes. like, come in here for a drink. This yeah. is yeah, non-negotiable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. right. It's like, oh, you're really close with your head of security. That's right. Uh, so like immediately when that happens, Grillo's like, "Are oh, we gonna get a bunker? We'll get you safe." And she's like, "No, that the optics of that are terrible. True. For political reasons, I need to stay in my house tonight." Which, I, I, as I said, like as you said, like I don't yeah. disagree with that. Yes. That is something that like some politicians travel almost exclusively in like public transit, especially if right. they're having like a populist message that right. resonated. Yeah, I think I think it's a, I think it's an actual. They did the movie did a good job of answering the question. I was like, of, or you could be Scott Pruitt and like <laughs> fly everywhere in private jet. Exactly, have a you know bulletproof car. I, and, <laughs> tactical pants, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> He moves so fast. Those those pores are trying to kill me. Now go get my dry cleaning. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, as I said, documentary. Show. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so they 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 get the protection uh, at at her house, and uh, and it goes great, and everyone's happy, and that's the end of the movie. <laughs> Is that they did their laundry? Yeah. It's all good. yeah. So that house looked familiar to me. Uh-huh. Is it from? 
House of Cards. I do. I was okay. like, it looks really similar. I don't know if it is, but it looks really similar. It probably is. Like, it looks, it has a very similar layout. Mm-hmm. I just expected yeah. there I to be like a row I, machine. I think on it the was bottom. filmed, I think this was movie was filmed in Baltimore. So I think it said, I thought it said Rhode Island. Is oh, it? you're right, Rhode Island. Yeah. I guess it just must be some sort of like East Coast houses yeah. look like this. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Like, I think the outside, land, they, they said the outside was a house in Rhode Island, the inside is a set. So, yeah. Yeah. a set where someone. Cut a trap door in the floor. <laughs> I guess by himself with like a box cutter. Yeah. This is his little secret. Yeah. So. <laughs> so I guess the chief of police or the chief of security, someone yeah. named Chief, yeah, uh, betrays the security team. Right. And then yeah, I uh, thought maybe he's supposed to be like the campaign manager, chief of staff, maybe. chief of staff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she's a I senator, guess. so she would have a chief she would of staff. Have chief yeah, of staff. yeah. He looked. Yeah, I don't know who he was specifically. He was a chief of some type. He looked like someone who could have been in a background in a scene at the West Wing at some point. I was going to say, exactly. he looked like a wannabe <laughs> West Wing guy, yeah. But he was like, he didn't quite, like, didn't quite get to that speaking role, but no. here it is. People would walk by him as they talk. That's right. <laughs> uh, so they, chief and other guy, uh, betray everyone right. there. Sort of let these paramilitary people These in. paramilitary Confederate people. Yeah, Confederate so Nazis. Is, is it too on the nose <laughs> to have the military be skinhead? Yeah. Confederate? Yeah. And Nazi at the same time? Like, that's a little... <laughs> Well, you know, hey, there's good people. You had the sides. first two on there, and I was like, they might still be good. So you yeah, got to add in the true. Nazi. Okay, now they're bad. Now they're bad. Now they're bad. I he hope had, so. <laughs> like he not only had a swastika tattoo and a, conf- a bunch of Confederate flag patches, he had like an iron cross. He had something across his forehead that I couldn't even read. Like he was completely tatted yeah. up in like white supremacy. He had a tattoo yeah. that said, "I'm glad Firefly got canceled." <laughs> <laughs> this, guy, this guy is evil. This guy is a piece <laughs> of shit. <laughs> Uh, I knew it. I knew it. So that guy and his mercenaries, military beats. I guess they're mercenaries. Later on in the movie, he does a thing where they basically says, "Well, like we got paid. Like, 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 like don't, don't overdo it. Like we're done." But then they're waiting in the parking lot, <laughs> yeah. like, like to fight some more. It doesn't make any sense. I think mercenaries just like to fight. I think that. The, I guess that's what it is. I guess, yeah. I guess that's what it is. So they start invading, and uh, Juliet, Roan, yes. whoever want to call her, uh, yeah. is. Secreted away in a trap door that, as Tyler said, was cut out of the floor. Or, I guess no one knew about no it. No one knew about yeah. it except for Grillo, and he's like, Grillo. and she's like, "What's that?" And he's like, "That's my secret." But it's not like crudely cut; like it's no. like it's, it's a trap door. Like straight up door with a rug. <laughs> it's a this, door. Was, this was sold with the house. A, co- yeah, a contractor had to be called, and it's like it's her fucking house. Yeah. Like anyway, someone then, would have known. And you think, oh, you're like, ah, oh, sweet panic room. Nope, it just goes to a downstairs master closet for some reason. And then they escape through that window. Right, yeah. yeah. But who is this closet for? She lives by herself. I don't There's know. men's clothes in there? I don't know. Maybe it's his closet. Was it definitely <laughs> men's clothes? Maybe they were just power suits. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> Keep it irrelevant. She just called you out. I think there was, I think there was loafers on the door is what Fear I Fear bias. Yeah. So I think it was. I think it was. It was a bunch of ugly big brown shoes. What I was. <laughs> big brown shoes threw you off. I didn't notice the clothes. I was just like, they're in a green room. Okay, let's get out of here. So they leap out the Next window. Scene. Uh, the security forces are confused and looking at what is clearly a bomb because it's beeping. And it's in it's a briefcase. A, it's in a silver yeah. briefcase. The only thing it doesn't have is like an old timey like clock on sure. it or something. Sure. Yeah. And they're like, I wonder what this thing is. And Ooh. then uh, Gorilla basically says, Hold on, I got a surprise. Yeah. And then <laughs> surprise number two blows up the house. Not before a sniper wings him. 
Yes, he gets winged. Yes. He gets winged. Yeah, that's he gets shot. That's really they, they ha- and they had the the peace of mind to load the sniper gun with special bullets, <laughs> <laughs> just in case. <laughs> Which, well, yeah, I'll just Making say they later bullets also kill in addition to sure, sure, sure but like. I guess maybe you would just make all the bullets tracer bullets right. just but here, in but case here's the someone thing. was if running away. If I was away. an arms manufacturer during the purge, wouldn't you? And this is now a business plan. <laughs> sell bullets that gave you scores like it was laser tag. Ooh. To, and then sell like that this. to tourists. Because maybe that's what it is. Maybe it was just a coincidence of the purge economy of where we're literally making money on keeping high scores on death yeah. and murder. I mean, maybe the tracer bullets come standard with the mercenary pack. Also, the tracer bullet would have been useless. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been useless if it had gone straight through him. Also, sure. like, yeah. 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 And it's a sniper rifle. It would have. Yeah. <laughs> He's just so swole that it got, like, yeah, exactly. it got stuck in his bicep. It got stuck in, stuck in, yeah. stuck in the Grillo pack. It's like, oh, it's not, that bullet's not a Grillo pack rated. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they start escaping, and now yes. they're on the streets during the purge, mm-hmm. which is terrifying. Which is, again, now we're back to this, because yes. <laughs> it happens in every purge movie. Now the outside world every is Every purge movie? Yeah, the doors are open at some yeah. point. They're never out on <laughs> no, the streets. No, but it's the same formula of like, oh, God, this person's about to kill me. I'm saved. Oh, wait, now this person wants to kill me. I'm saved again. But now another person's in here yeah. that wants to kill me. Like, that same pattern oh, continues. We did I go over one... Uh, a part that I thought was hilarious when they're trying to secure Juliet's house. Grillo's like trying to like do other stuff. He's like, I want men in here and I want men in here. And then it's like a cuss to them like walking through the whole house. And he's like, and men in here and men here. <laughs> and like he's just pointing at rooms. He's like, yeah, you want a lot of men. Like we get it. We get it. <laughs> yeah. And there's that scene uh, before the, the mercenaries come in where the guy's just like, hey, why don't you guys go watch some TV? Take a load <laughs> off. Yeah. And then like, <laughs> mercenaries come in and the guys are just staring at the TV like <laughs> and they just all get shot in the head yeah <laughs> so uh, what do you think crack- on t- TV during the purge you think they're well they made it sound cartoons the- I would assume yeah well they, yeah they made it sound the first movie Rankin like Bass people Christmas. are gonna watch purge events. yeah they had live right. streams of oh. murder so like Jamie Kennedy's hosting like well, uh- <laughs> <laughs> we see we see that there's like Fat dude sword fighting in the sewers, maybe. <laughs> Which maybe I would someone... totally watch. <laughs> exactly. I was like, maybe somebody watches that. <laughs> Fat dudes. I mean, they are. They are. And it's like, it's so. Also, they have them like making lion growling noises. It's like, what the fuck? Listen, they're called, the technical term is linebacker fans. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. They're much more fit than any of us are. are. But, but was... they just look a little off. But, just, they, yeah. but they eat 5,000 more calories a day than we do. I mean, they're, they're huge. Yeah. yeah. I'll say. Uh, but like that's another thing where it's like all these people around them holding guns and stuff, and you're like everyone there is just gonna be like cool, not killing everyone while right. they fight with these like. Fantasy well, they have swords. money on it. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. <laughs> I think this part, you know, this whole part of the movie kind of introduces like a couple of new like purge motivations that we haven't seen that much we already kind of talked about the purge tourists who are kind of there to be like we're experiencing america like and you know they're wearing like the most america costumes or like dressed up as lincoln and the statue of liberty and george (laughs) washington and so they're like there for i guess tourism and to like stereotypically do what they see as america they want to know what it feels like to take a life yeah and then the the girls, the school I mean, girls in the electrical parade uh, cars, uh, they really seem to be like getting sexual gratification, like sure. from yeah. the yeah. murder and violence of the purge. Like we saw the guy who wanted to rape women before, and that's sure. a little bit different. But they really seem to be like sexually pleasured by like 
breaking into this convenience store and trying to kill people. Right. Like, and I don't know like the why leader, they took it there, but okay. The leader of the teenage gang uh, had apparently killed her mom and dad. Yeah. yeah. They, just, like, they just like offhandedly say that. Again, like the purge <laughs> means you can get away with stuff tonight, but it doesn't mean there's no, con- there's no legal consequences, right. but there's not no consequences. Yeah. Right? Like, you have now killed your parents <laughs> and you're like, Seventeen? Yeah. Do you think there's do you think there's estate planning in, in the purge world where it's just like if you're killing the purge, you get nothing. You get nothing. You get yeah. nothing. That yeah. that money's being donated. That's act of God. That's at right. That point. <laughs> the part where they get their comeuppance is like my favorite scene. Oh yeah. That that is nice. So, so they the, come mean girls. Yeah. <laughs> they come first. So they come at one point and Marcos and Joe fight them off. Essentially. Yeah. Right. Like they're like, hey, get out of here, sort of thing. I think Marcos is like, I've got balls. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Balls a recurring theme. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. they're like, you're not gonna shoot us. You don't have the balls. Yeah. Even though they shoot at them constantly <laughs> while they're like, you don't have the balls to kill us. And they're like, they're getting like winged. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so the first time they only came in one car from the electrical parade. And then after they run away, they go and get another car get from the electrical parade lights. with somebody in a pig costume on yes. the inside. They bring full on like EDC costumes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And giant saws. Right. Yeah. So they have enormous power tools right and they don't have vision out of their masks (laughs) (laughs) someone in a full costume not a mask a full costume i think it was a pig or a bear is trying to cut down the door of the store so they return with reinforcements yes Mm -hmm. try Mm -hmm. to and are these gas powered like how are these saws working i think they're gas powered all right because they show them like I don't know. Because that's yeah. a cool sound. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gotta, like, if you're going to have chainsaws awesome. in the movie, and you have to have that sound. Yeah. And then they're cutting into their, like, metal uh, doors, and they're like, oh, my God, they're going to get in here any second. And I'm like, I think that's going to take them a while. With yeah. This, with those chainsaws. And like you said, they can't see. Yeah. Right. I don't know. Yeah, we did skip uh, a minor part mm. where uh, Juliet and Grillo yes. are uh, attacked by Russians. They're yes. attacked by yes. the Russians and the American, as you mentioned, with the American masks yeah. and everything like that. And they're straight up captured. Uh, right. And for some reason, Joe and Marcos come in and kill like 30 people <laughs> <laughs> without yeah. shooting them. They're all in a big cluster and right. they shoot yeah. all the bad people, but they somehow don't hit Juliet. They Frank leave Grillo. the roof. Yes. Go downstairs. Yes. Then shoot all these Russians. Because yes. Marcos has like binoculars. And he was right. able to yeah. see. It was and he's a big a- fan of her. He, he wants her right. to win the election. Right. Does he know that it's her at the time? I, I think they he do. must because okay. as soon as they're done, they're, they're like, there. "Come with us, Senator." You know, mm-hmm. like, yeah. So, uh, and then they end up all in the store, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's when the teenage gang comes back and tries to cut yes. back in, sort of thing. So they call for help. They radio uh, Lainey Rucker, Lainey, Lainey Rucker, Rucker. Uh, who comes like in her name. triage mobile. Yeah. <laughs> she comes in her triage mobile, and like now, I okay. <laughs> This is the problem with this movie because this, this movie... is the problem with this yeah, movie. Yes, <laughs> it is. It is the. It is the where satire adjacent. It's also cool moment adjacent. Like it's everything gets almost there, and then it's just like, eh, fuck it. Like you get it. Like it doesn't. It's like, <laughs> like it yada yadas the the fun parts of the movie, right? So so she's showing up. I'm like, oh, like I'm. They built her up as a character. I'm excited to see what she's gonna do, and then it just starts playing. Some super lame, like, like music. And she runs over a bunch of them, which is fun. Uh, and then she just kind of pops out with a shotgun. Oh, the shotgun party is really cool. This yes. is nuts. Like, yeah, she, she runs over. Okay, the two girls are like, the yeah. two main girls are like, yeah, we're going to kill everyone. Yeah. And they're like, 
locking arms together and skipping in a circle like we're so happy we're about to murder uh-huh. uh, and then yeah the truck comes up and fucking runs them over <laughs> like the most brutal way ever uh-huh. the the one girl goes flying into another car the other girl gets dragged underneath the and then it cuts to when she's kicked out the back yeah uh-huh. <laughs> and then she so the girl who the the main girl that we has seen um, like the ringleader girl is still alive, and Lainey Rucker, like she comes up to her with the shotgun, and you see her looking up at her like, "Fuck you!" And she shoots her in the face, and her face goes from being there to Do not being not being there. there at all to being a hole. And I was like, "Fuck!" That is that was pretty intense. And then she says whatever her nickname is, Del Muerte, Del Muerte. No, it's like Pequeño Muerte. is back, bitches, and it's just like I. My eyes rolled so fucking uh, hard. I thought, that, I thought that was a fun moment. I thought I liked that because it was so gruesome, mm. and because those girls were fucking annoying. Mm. They, they were. <laughs> so when that happened, I was like, "Hell yes!" yes. The one thing that I shoot her face thought about those girls too is that they probably have grown up almost having the purge most of their lives, whereas the kids in the first movie like probably only had the purge for like the last couple years. So uh. it's like interesting seeing how different they embrace the purge. So the first people were a lot more like hesitant, whereas these people are like totally into it and being like sexually gratified by it and killing their parents. Like so I don't know, just like they what's like gonna happen to kids that are growing up right now? It leans it leans more into the <laughs> religious stuff too of where it's just like, you know, this is your right, like you're actually exercising demons. You're supposed to do this, and they do a good job showing a lot of different groups, as you mentioned before. Mm-hmm. Like there are the groups that are like peace, not purge, sort of thing, just right. throwing alcohol on yeah, people. Yeah. Right. Uh, you've got the religious groups. You've got the people that, like, I don't think the teenagers were very religious about it. No, no. sexual gratification. But you have like a lot of different groups. You have the arena fight people, right? Which I'm very interested in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bloods, I like, yeah. I just want to know like that. Like we we kind of like joked about like tax fraud before or something like that. And it's like, ooh, I'm gonna build all the potato cannons. <laughs> <laughs> uh, people so can do anything. Yeah. So they get rescued by Little Death. Uh, yes. And they get they all get in the triage mobile together, uh-huh. where they meet a character who we're supposed to like. I think <laughs> uh, was his name Ronald. Ronald. Ronald was purging. He was purging. He yeah. Was purging. Oh, yeah, and he yeah. wanted to purge. And Laney was like, Nah, bro. Like you're a good kid. You're Stop a good kid. Chill. Yeah, and they're all having a nice conversation, and then they get shot by a helicopter because it turns out that tracking bullet's still in Grillo. Mm-hmm. Who would have thought? And so those <laughs> those Confederate Nazi mercenaries are now in a helicopter. They have kind of a futuristic looking helicopter. They do have a cool <laughs> helicopter, and the bullet glows blue. Tyler, it yeah. does. Yeah, yeah. It does. I did like lights, when okay. Grillo was pulling the bullet out of his own body, and everybody was like. Like looking at him like that, and like the people who have medical training were just like, eh, "He's I was got like, this. He's You're got in this." A fucking yeah. ambulance, <laughs> like, like pull the bullet out. <laughs> and he was just like doing it himself, and everybody was like, "Oh, should he be doing that?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they and so they, yeah, they pull underneath an underpass because they're going to hide from this helicopter. Yeah. And this is where we get to the aforementioned arena fight that's happening, yes. where there are two linebackers fighting with swords. Two linebackers. <laughs> <laughs> Because every time they open their mouths, it's like, <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm like, why? Are they, and there's a bunch of people watching, and it's confusing <laughs> as to exactly what's happening here because it just kind of the movie just kind of stops to watch. Like, here's just a bunch of cool shots of these huge dudes with knives. It's important to watch these almost naked men fight each other with knives, <laughs> playing Dungeons and Dragons. Real life, exactly. It's called LARPing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> LARPing to the death. death. 
And so uh, they're hiding. They're hiding from the helicopter, and then we get back to uh, the 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 people who are fighting in this arena fight end up noticing this van. Yes. And then Joe has a cho- choice line that I'm going to allow Cannon to deliver. Oh, I'm not going to deliver that. Uh, <laughs> Joe says there's a lot of um, people coming this way. And we're sitting here like a bucket of chicken. That's right. Uh, is it a coincidence that Michael Bay is involved in this movie and Michael Bay was involved in some Transformers movies that had some some, bad boys movies and some bad boys movies that had some very similar lines. Like he, Michael Bay is not the writer in this. No, No. Michael Bay is a producer, right? Yep. There is a pervasive point of view (laughs) of, of these lines, uh, that are, that make me uncomfortable because of the racial undertones of them. And it's like, it's trying to wink and not be like, right. We're, we're all in on this. Right. But it's like, (laughs) no dude, you're white. Like, yeah, 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 like yeah. all of us, the person that you're writing that for is not, it, it's wrong. It feels wrong. So perhaps Michael Bay is racist adjacent. Yes. He, uh, yeah. He probably <laughs> just was like, oh man, that's hilarious. Keep yeah. it in. Keep it in. <laughs> oh man, these robots need to pee. Let's do that too. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Where does the gas go? Yeah. So... <laughs> Yeah. So, so so to go further on this, uh, the, so like they start swarming the uh, uh, van. And I'm not quite sure. I don't quite know how this shakes out, but it turns out that Joe hears a certain type of whistle. He does, and then he whistles back because Joe has a crip whistle. Yeah, because jo- he used to be a crip. Yeah, yeah. Joe whistles first. I thought maybe Joe, Joe whistles, whistles first. first. Joe whistles and he's first. like, he's like, ah, like I don't always run a shop, and so he has a specific gang whistle. Yeah. yeah. It's called Chekhov's whistle. <laughs> uh, so the Crips uh, find out he's friendly because yeah. he whistled. Yeah. Um, and they say, we just want you to heal this guy. And yeah. you're like, ah, oh, we need you to do something too. Which I thought would mean we need you to kill the mercs. Right. No. No. <laughs> they, they take the bullet and put it somewhere else. Right. So the mercenaries come on the ground crew and start tracking. So they kill some of the mercs. They kill some of the mercs. Right. Yes, exactly. They track it somewhere and they turn around and it's like the velociraptors are there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and like, so is it? Was it just a gang? Like, were they? Was are we led to believe just that a bunch it was? Of random people. Was it a Crips versus Blood situation? Where they're like, let's not kill each other. We're gonna have one champion. <laughs> champion. <laughs> like we each have a champion, and then we you see that is that is who dominates the neighborhood yeah. until next purge. I don't know. Yeah, every because that's night, reform. Yeah. <laughs> every night. But the purge, the yeah. Crips and the Blood shoot each other all the time. Yes, on the purge, purge. they only fight in gladiatorial. <laughs> <laughs> Highly organized and sponsored by Pepsi. (laughs) Probably. I don't know. I'm just being quiet because I, like, barely remember this part. I remember the part with the tracer bullet. I don't remember Crips and Bloods being in it. I don't don't know if you were... I thought you were, like, maybe disturbed. No, I just... I'm like, wait, where were the Crips and the Bloods? There's definitely Crips. Aren't those West Coast gangs? They were not Bloods. Yeah, they were not Bloods. I didn't know that those gangs were on the East Coast. At one point, they were West Coast gangs, but I'm not as familiar with the Crips and the Bloods as I used to be. Oh, okay, yeah. We'll have to look that up on Gangopedia later. Certainly, this is this is a a a far future uh, science fiction scenario. Yeah. Yeah. 
anything could be true. Yeah, gangs have been globalized sure. in the in the purge election year. <laughs> uh, so they get out. Uh, they leave the tracer bullet behind. Yes. Um, and then they start to make it to the safe house that Lane is Laney. Yeah. Laney has promised them, and right. we meet a familiar face: mm-hmm. the Dante bloody stranger, Bishop. the bloody stranger, Dante Bishop. Yeah, because they have this totally secure. Only the people in the resistance know about it. Yeah. Underground triage, triage place. Place. Where they're also planning something big. My favorite part about that. Well, like, Grillo does a good job in this movie of being paranoid about everybody. He's yeah, like, who are you? What are you doing? Hey, yeah. what do you have? People are upset for being. Shelf? Yeah, yeah, people are upset. It's like, why are you being paranoid? I mean, it's like, it's the purge. Yeah. It's like. <laughs> Maybe other nights we can be like, oh, let's trust everybody. It's the purge. Yeah. So there is something else going on here. Dante leaves. Uh, Grillo gets healed up. And the, he sees some people kind of being shady. And they walk into this room. And there's some resistance guys. And they have this big map. And they have uh, people that you recognize from uh, the beginning of the movie of the New Founding Fathers. And they have a map. And they have photos of them. And there's X's over their faces. Type of thing. <laughs> and there's red like, yarn everywhere. Yeah, like, yeah, like, <laughs> like, immediately you look at it like, oh, it's a assassination attempt. But 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 Roan's going in there and be like, what? What, what is this? What is this? Why do you have maps? Why do you have maps? What's happening here? And then, like, it literally goes on for two minutes. She's just like, you're... You're gonna kill them. Well, she's, like, <laughs> it's like, she's like, you see this Grillo? Yeah. You see what they're doing? <laughs> and she's not like, no, killing all of them would be wrong. She was like, killing them will make them into martyrs and I'll lose the election. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she's, she's like, it's bad optics. And again, she's not wrong. She's not wrong. <laughs> not wrong. She's not wrong. But she's this smart. is the part where she kind of gets to the point of of being like she's idealistic. She's the idealistic foil throughout this whole movie. And it's the point where it's like, oh, she's starting to get kind of annoying. Of how she's how she's because she they make her dumb like they make her come across as dumb. I don't think she was. Dumb. I don't think she was dumb well, either. She takes she... two minutes to discover. It. Like, wait, it does not. What? You're making it sound longer than <laughs> it's it. So she walks long. in. She walks <laughs> in and looks so at it for two long. seconds and then says, "You see this Grillo?" Like she's not saying Grillo, obviously, but <laughs> she says, "You see Grillo?" She's like, "You see this Jack from Lost?" <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, they can't get women you pregnant. You see this, Desmond? She recognizes what's going on like pretty quickly. You, I don't think it went as long as you're saying. I never you, thought she was I, done. It's like you, you I never thought she was done two either. seconds of, of like map faces, X's over them. And she's like, Well, wait, just because we had seen them already for two hours doesn't mean that she well, didn't get a chance to see Well, and I think, too, that like it, doesn't just, it just doesn't quite match up because... Her character, like, they introduce this backstory that she's been traumatized with this horrible right. thing that happened to her family in The Purge, and that's why she hates The Purge. But then, for the rest of the movie, they don't really, like, deal with that. They just kind of are like, she's this politician that doesn't like The Purge. She's liberal, basically. You know, like, they never really go back to her being like, oh, I'm, you know, like... To, to the point, I thought, like, because the movie starts with that vignette of, like, this really fucked up thing with the family. You don't... And, you know, and then, like, the next scene is like, oh, and that, and that little girl is her today. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I thought that it was... The way that it's set up and the way that she's kind of characterized throughout the movie, there's a part of me that thought it was going to be like, oh, no, like she did something fucked up on Purge Night and she's going to get elected and it's going to be like, oh, but that's not what happens. And so starting the movie that way is almost just like. But every time she makes a speech against the Purge, it's always like we're losing our soul as a nation. Yep. The Purge is wrong. She never says like. I lost everything because yep. of the purge and yep. that's why I'm doing this. I no, think that would make it connect a little a more. She's a good yeah. candidate, though. It, 
it's interesting because again, it gets really close to being point. Like, mm-hmm. there's a parallel universe where another version of this movie has a discussion about nonviolent versus violent ways to right. take down this evil regime, right? right? And documentary shot in real time, but uh, <laughs> and again, it, it speak. There's a lot of that throughout history of like mm-hmm. there are oppressors and what is the best way to fight against mm-hmm. these oppressors, and you've got Bishop being more of the Malcolm X sort right. of like whatever we need to do is what we need to do because they're not fighting fair. Mm-hmm. We need to not fight fair, sort of thing. Right, and in we a need war- Fox News. He even exactly. says that in the movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he says yeah exactly. And so, in a world where murder is legal, I think. It's okay to be a little skewed towards murder, right? right. Like it's right. it's one of those things where a that's lot the of logic are, of the world that they. It's the logic of the world they're in. Like they're trying to play it off as like a. Well, we'll get to that. We'll get yeah. to that in a bit. Uh, yeah, it's one of those things where if it's thirty years into the purge, like it's just that it's done so much work of like this is just normal. This is what every day this people have accepted this and and whatever it is. But and, she's not wrong in the situation where like if they were all to die. Everyone would be like, oh, you were all against the purge and you used the purge to oh, defeat no. your opponents. I absolutely agree. I just think that some of the performance notes of how she does it makes her come across as not super smart. Yeah, I will say, having worked in previous campaigns, uh, assassinating all of your opponents generally looks bad. <laughs> generally <laughs> bad optics. But only if you get caught, right? Only if you get caught, yes. <laughs> now, but nowadays, or if you you're already do it, you just say fake yeah. news. Exactly. You just say fake news. <laughs> fake news. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. I didn't think, like... I, I don't think her message would have been super great if she was like out there playing the victim all the time, being like, mm, "The purge ruined." Oh my no, 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 life. no, no, no! I, no, I absolutely like, agree. Like what Elis was saying, yeah. like she should have used it. I don't know if that would have been good for her fake campaign. In the fair story. enough, fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> because it Justin, was more... does she have your vote? Yeah, well, <laughs> I would vote for her. Yeah. It was more about, like, not how it infected her, who now is one of those rich people, basically. Right. But how it affects all the poor people. Yep. So she wasn't going to harp on about, like, yep. my family was ruined. Yeah, yeah. The, it does kind of get back to it. something we didn't talk about. There, there is a debate between her and uh, uh, the preacher, uh, new family father guy. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, and she crushes this debate. Like, yes. like, he, like, he's trying to play the crowd, do all these tricks, and she's just like, you know what? Like, I just need to speak truth to power and, and talk about what the, the actual issues here. Yeah. And you can see the people being responsive to it. And it's, I think it's actually one of the better moments of the movie. And she says, yeah. like, there's another way to do it. Because he's right. all like, oh, it's giving us so much prosperity and we're making money mm-hmm. and everything. And he's, she's like, specifically there says, like, there, there's a different way to do it. I know she's not talking necessarily about, like, violence. It was more about making money, but. Sure. It's like, we can poison a very small percentage of the population. <laughs> chosen by lottery. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I think that that theme and that point that you guys are talking about is in the movie. Yes. It does stretch uh, out. It does. And it comes up near the end yeah, as well. She's like, we yeah. just kill half of all the people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. There was a point in this movie where I was like, these guys are like Thanos. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I think... like, there's not enough to go around. Yeah. Like, we're kind of saying the same thing, but it's almost as if we were like two staffers trying to advise her. We're being like, you know, like you should talk more about like your personal story to connect more yeah. with the people. Like, no, no, no. You should keep it, you know, more generalized and yeah. talk about yeah. our country as a whole. You now, know? Like, that is absolutely 100% correct. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and that was really interesting. Like, this this movie did start off like it had all the aspects of a, like a real life political like it was yeah. I think the first purge opened up really nicely too where mm-hmm. it's nice and happy and it mm-hmm. looks like a very different movie right away and then all of a sudden oh no we're in purge land. I was so excited for this movie and I it let me down in a lot of ways because I thought like I liked the characters I liked a lot of the setup did of you? it I do <laughs> <laughs> we know one character you didn't yeah <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I just feel like it it it, it 
never quite gets there. <laughs> well, should we skip to the the, the big ending uh, moment? Sure, sure. Juliet gets captured. Yeah, uh, by the NFFA, and the, and their whole plan was they're going to spend the night at Our Lady of Sorrow Church in downtown DC or whatever, and have their midnight purge mass yeah. to serve God and government. <laughs> Which is so fucking creepy, this yeah. whole thing. Well, there's they, they, the priest uh, at this ceremony is an evil marble statue who's come to life. Yeah, he's like <laughs> a vampire. <laughs> Extraordinarily yeah. pale. He's not even like a priest. He's just like, that dude was just like the... I think he was another minister. Like, they were both oh, ministers. He was like the guy who was going to do the first purge. Yeah, like, the they basically, all the people in the church watched the minister he was kill like an altar for someone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, they kill some random person yeah. who, I guess, used drugs. Like, he used drugs in this. He's, he's he wants to repent. He yeah. wants to repent, and so we're going to murder him in front of you. I, lo- <laughs> I love this part, too, because they're like... Say thank you to Lawrence, and everyone in the congregation's like, like thank "Thanks, you, Lawrence. Lawrence. Thanks, oh, Lawrence. Lawrence. We love Thanks. you. Thanks, Lawrence. Thanks, Stab. Yeah. <laughs> there's like, there's like a, a minute and a half scene of everyone just being like, "Thank you, Lawrence. <laughs> we appreciate you." Uh, so yeah, so so Juliet's been kidnapped. That's where she's at. Grillo. Uh, we know that Dante Bishop and the Resistance is going there to kill everybody. They, for some reason, they brought her to the same place. Uh, and Grillo shows up at your assassination mission with everybody from the store uh, to say, oh, no, we're helping. Now it's a rescue mission. And so now they join forces in the catacombs of a church that, uh, was it Jefferson built or was it Ben They Franklin? said four churches have been built in this spot. <laughs> yeah. And one of them had a secret passage. I think he said Washington. Yeah, yeah. Washington's like, that's the real founding fathers to fuck the new ones. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Which, again, great quote. Yes, it is. <laughs> the movie has really fun parts. Like, yeah. it has really fun parts, and then it kind of has meh yes. parts around <laughs> it, right? And so it's just, yeah. So the, pay- the payoff's never there. I feel like that all the setups I actually enjoy, and the payoff never is satisfying. Mm-hmm. So they bring out the uh, they bring out Juliet, uh, and I want to be as excited about something mm-hmm. as this congregation was about murdering the senator. <laughs> yeah. Like he he like slow rolls it and then reveals it's the senator, right. and everyone's like, "Ooh!" There's a shot <laughs> of the guy like, "Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> we got her. We get yes. to keep purging." Uh, yeah, I don't want to gloss over how fucking creepy as hell this whole church right. scene is. Absolutely. Like, they're praying, they're singing a hymn, which I wish I could have heard. I wanted to take a little closer listen to see what it was, if they had made up lyrics or what. And then uh, also, there was some, I think it was made up lyrics. Yeah, yeah, I'm it sure had, it was. Like, uh, it was, it was something some about blood, and yeah, it was yeah, like, this yeah. is fucking creepy. But, you know, there are some God. weird hymns out yeah, there. Yeah, there are some weird no, hymns yeah, out totally. there. Uh, and, like, all of the, like, main founding fathers are wearing these, like, huge, like, Nazi-looking. Yeah, Iron medals. Cross, like, yes. gauntlet yeah, things. It's yeah, it's so creepy, and there's just all these people, and they just look like they're enraptured by what's right. happening yeah. here. This movie does not have a lot of subtext. It just has text. <laughs> yeah. A lot of text. Uh, it's kind of like how somebody described uh, Solo, but it's kind of this way. It's like it's somebody. It's like if somebody filmed a Wikipedia page. <laughs> Ooh, Solo Bird! Solo Bird coming out in the Purge election. Deserved. Year. Deserved. Uh, so uh, Grillo and his rescue team do a lot of rescuing and kill a bunch of the congregation members. My favorite part about this is Grillo is going through, and there's like slow motion shots of them sneaking, and he has like the the store people. There's a shot where there's two guys up there, and he comes around a corner, and he's like, shh, to them. And it's like, you've been sneaking for five minutes. Why are you shushing them? He's just got to make sure they're going to shut up. But, like, it's a, 
like getting close to them and turning back, just like the guys are gonna I, come and be like, "We're here!" I don't it's know. It's so ridiculous. Uh, so they kill a bunch of guys, and then they somehow get separated. I don't quite know how him and Dante's crew get separated. Well. But- they well, told them to go upstairs, so I don't know why they're like. Right, but at the end they're like, they're like, oh, like where'd you go? Yeah, what the fuck are you doing up there, you idiots? <laughs> you told us to go <laughs> to the balcony. <laughs> what are you talking about? So they end up on top, and they their plan to save her is to use a bunch of handguns and fire blindly into a crowd. Yes, <laughs> well, solid the, tactical plan. Yeah, yeah. The very first thing they're like, we need a rifle because they had to like. Yeah, she was literally like the dude was like cutting her throat, uh-huh. yeah. uh, and. You talk about payoff. I thought the payoff was great. That dude yeah. was fucking shot in the head. That's yes. true. That His part was really explodes. cool. Yes, that was good. <laughs> uh, yeah, and everybody goes down. Mm-hmm. And then there's a bunch of chaos. A mm-hmm. bunch of chaos. And they uh, find a bunch of uh, people they were going to purge tonight as yeah. well. Yes. Sort of chained up. And in the midst of doing that, they kind of separate into two groups. One's like uh, Juliet's group, trying mm-hmm. to free these people. And then mm-hmm. Bishop's group is going to go kill right. the minister. Kill yep. the political opponent yeah and then you have a in a better movie it would have been the don't kill the joker right scene yes. sort of thing and it's like you will become as bad as them if you kill this person mm-hmm. which is hammered home when bishop tries to kill him and the minister goes kill me kill me kill me do it for america <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, that guy speaking is so in tongues and like yeah. yeah he's like purge purge yeah it's really really, it's really over bad. the top yeah I I liked him the least. In the but he episode. did not kill him. He did not. Yes. He yeah. he let him be. Uh, and as they're walking out, uh, the vampire, yeah, the, the, marble, the evil, evil marble statue come to life. Evil marble statue come to life. Uh, comes back and shoots a lot of people. He no. comes he comes in in slow motion. That's true. And starts shooting people. And then, like, he, he, like, shoots two people, and then it cuts to Joe, who has two guns at the ready. He's yeah. had plenty of time to shoot this man. And uh, and he goes in for the kill. He's a little bit too late. But he well, does no, he kill kills him. him. He does kill him. Yeah. But then he also gets killed But he gets killed. <laughs> and he's like, oh, Get run, a tearful goodbye. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. Win the election and run my store by. Yeah. <laughs> and they all promise Call to do Joe's those things. <laughs> And then, don't change it to Marcos's deli. Don't change it to Marcos's deli. <laughs> no free chocolate. I saved your life. <laughs> <laughs> then, he lets, then he lets out a final crip whistle, and they come, and they yeah. do a, <laughs> a Viking funeral. A dance. Viking funeral for him. Dance off. No, he definitely says, as he's dying, good night, blue cheese. Because he said that about five times in the film. Right? Yeah. I have no idea where that came from. Uh, but then they cut to, I think it was May 26th. And yes. I was confused because they were like, oh, and the election results are in. It's like, oh, May 26th. That's when we hold elections. <laughs> yeah. Definitely not November. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, for the first time, it's like two months after the purge. They right. Could, that's what's frustrating about it is they could have chosen any amount of time after that. It's, right. like yeah. it's not like this is a documentary. It's not like right. they had something they had to do. They could have easily said, November. Oh, look. We're do- no, right. it's just May. May. Because the new founding fathers, they want you to vote in summer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> How much has America changed? changed. <laughs> the other option is this is just a primary, and they're both in the Democratic Party. Right. Mm. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Donald Trump is still president. Exactly. <laughs> it's not explained very well, yeah. But uh, it, no, it bothered me so much. There was just like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> I did enjoy that the voting booth still had like, "Oh yes, we're a far future," but 
still car- cardboard. shitty cardboard partitions. <laughs> but she wins by a landslide. She does, does win by a landslide, yes. Um, and she ends the purge. Uh, with executive well, order, she wants to end the purge. They say she's going to do that. We don't yeah. know what happens. Yeah. Right? We understand that uh, privileged white folks are upset about this decision. Yeah, they start yes. rioting. So this yeah. is... They get tiki torches. <laughs> they take to the streets. <laughs> yeah. So, again, like, knowing when this was shot, knowing when this came out, yeah. there were, let's say, reports that people were planning something like this, uh-huh. quote, when Hillary won, right? right? Like, when Hillary Clinton won... It probably would have happened. Th- things like this were going to... So this is a direct parallel to this. Again, right. text, not subtext. Yes. Sort of thing. So yeah, like, yeah. It, it, it is so close to being kind of poignant. Right. And then, yeah. There's no wit to, to any of it, I feel like. There's just no... I don't know, though. I mean, like, we could feel differently about it if we were right now in Hillary Clinton's America. We might be like, oh, that's so funny. You know, I don't know. Like, <laughs> this could be a very witty movie. Is right. it yeah. that this didn't happen? Right. Is it that, like... Not this didn't happen. And we right. feel bummed like, out watching this it, movie. <laughs> is, it, is it that what the assumptions that happened leading to the making of this movie also in part led to the election like is it that sort of thing right like, is it like, just a little too real i feel right like now? that those that the the ideas that it's playing with have been around in american politics longer than we've been alive mm. absolutely and so i think that the things that that the first two movies do a good job of of playing with and kind of um looking at the facets of and and kind of exploring are more interesting to me in the way that this movie does it. And I, I don't quite know how to describe it. There might be an element to it where it, it, it just bums me the fuck out. But I just feel like that it, it it's... I love what you said, that it's text and not subtext. Like, it is just so on the nose to the point that it just doesn't... It, it doesn't feel like it has the craft of the other movie, especially the second one. Hmm. But, like, just not that I'm totally disagreeing with you, but part of the reason it does seem so on the nose is because we've been living for a whole extra year (laughs) where things have just, you know, escalated from there. If it had stopped after the election and, you know, we were looking back, like, oh, man, remember when all those racist people, like, really, really, you know, became confident? And thank God they're back in their basement now. You know, like, (laughs) it might be funnier. I don't know. It it is interesting to see... I would be interested to see what the reception to this movie is like 10 years from now. Right. Right. Like I, if it is too in the moment, like you said, like, mm-hmm. is it just that some of this stuff feels a little too real? And then some of it reminds us of a time when we all knew exactly what was going to happen. Right. Mm-hmm. 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 That's well, assume, assuming we'll be alive in 10 years. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. There'll be purges. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm broken. Seriously, I'm by broken. the time we I'm drop broken. this episode, there could have been it's, like another racist scandal true. that it's renders fine. all of this. North Korea doesn't have any nuclear weapons oh, anymore. God. Yeah, I, I've been assured they do. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sleep better, America. <laughs> oh, God. God. Well, uh, I think that's going to bring us towards the end of this episode. We're very near. We're, we're end adjacent. End we adjacent. are end adjacent. Does anyone have any uh, ideas for the, the numbering system? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Anyone? Anyone? Uh, how many murder tourists? Mm, mm. Mm. Out of ten? Yes. Out of ten. It's always out of ten. Out of ten murder tourists. I would give this... Actually, I revise. I revise. <laughs> how many evil marble statues come to life? <laughs> there we go. There we go. I, all right, I, right. All right. I will give this six evil marble statues uh, out of ten. I... I 
I did like the parts that I liked, and I felt like it was trying to do... Like, there are movies that are just blasé. Mm -hmm. This movie was trying to do something. Whether or not it succeeded at some of those parts, it was entertaining at parts, and it did try to do something, and it was trying to be relevant. Yeah. I'm going to also give it six mm-hmm. uh, marble Good statues number. come to life. Like, evil. <laughs> evil marble statues. <laughs> uh, which is, I think, the same number I gave the first movie. But uh, I thought, as far as sequels go, like this one did a lot to kind of like further the... Uh, the world of the purge. Mm-hmm. Uh, it could have easily been just like, here's another people surviving the purge night or right. whatever. And they, I think that like they really started to, you know, th- th- these uh, um, political undertones have been within each of the movies mm-hmm. and they really like try to go for it. Mm-hmm. Sorry, wholeheartedly here. And I agree that some of it was really on the nose and like hammered home, like, okay, super obvious. But uh, I just I just like that uh, they went for it, and I thought the performance was pretty good. And like Ken said, I had fun with lots of stuff. Like, I mean, if I had seen this in theaters, I probably would have been cheering when those girls got run over right. and the dude got shot in the head. I know those, <laughs> those are terrible things to cheer for. But they're bad <laughs> this, people. This is a purge movie, and those people are horrible. Exactly. Uh, so I had fun with this, and I think it was admirable what it tried to do mm-hmm. uh, with the political overtones, undertones. Yeah. I'm going to complete the uh, trifecta and say six as well. Good number. Good the number. number of the beast. Yeah. <laughs> the minister is unhappy I mean, with you. Yeah, 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 my yeah. bad. Uh, but there's just like a few things I just want to address. Like I I love Juliet. You know, like she's great. Uh, you know, Elizabeth Mitchell, she's a great actress. I thought she did a good job. I thought Frank Grillo was good. But like I understand they wanted a white woman to parallel Hillary Clinton. But mm-hmm. – it's weird to me how none of these movies have like straight up talked about race. It's always poor people. They're trying to kill poor yep. people. You know, they never say we're trying to kill the black people. We're trying to kill. They always say it's just poor people. And maybe that's because it's a bunch of white guys making these movies and they don't feel comfortable addressing that. Maybe. But I just think like, really, that's the real issue here. Right. Like, especially in this yeah. one, there's so much white supremacist imagery, but yeah. yet they never talk about the fact that all the poor people are ethnic. Right, you know, right. so it's sort of weird. And then she's kind of like this white savior, which obviously I understand they just want a white woman to look like Hillary Clinton. But I just think it would have been maybe a little bit more interesting if you at some point discuss how it is really more about race than it is just about poverty. Mm-hmm. And if if Juliet's character had been, you know, um, Hispanic or black actress, like I think that would have like people still would have thought of Hillary because it's still a woman. Right. right but right. like I think that would have been a little bit stronger of an argument. Sure. I think that's a, a really great point, and I think that the movie is engaging in a lot of things that that it wants to, but just doesn't quite get there. And I know I've said that five times. I'm gonna, <laughs> it's four evil statues come to life Ooh. for me, okay. uh, and I think a lot of it is because I've I think I've enjoyed the movies the most out of all of us, and I think I enjoyed all of the concepts, and I got ex- I was ex- I thought this was going to be the best one, and I was disappointed uh, in the way that it engaged with it, and I think that that is about more about my expectations than the execution of this actual movie. I think it's because this is the least John Carpenter-esque. Yes, it is. Of- it absolutely <laughs> yeah. is. It absolutely is. Also, uh, I think a lot in the, in the first movie, and not just because we had uh, Peter, the yeah. editor here, but also because it all takes place in that one mm-hmm. set, we really talked a lot about like the, the composition and the craft yeah. of the movie. And like this one, we really didn't talk about it at all. We talked about all the ideas in the film. It's because like all that stuff was just kind of like, you know, 
run of the mill. Like yeah. I didn't see anything that basically I was like that the, shot was so cool. Looks the yeah. same as the I feel like yeah. I feel like that these the, the the previous two movies are more than the sum of their parts, and this movie is less than. I feel like mm-hmm. that this movie has cool moments, but there's nothing that really makes it hang together as a cohesive mm-hmm. work. Uh, and that's disappointing to me because I feel like that it has the most to say and the most, uh, uh, I feel like that it really could have been something that was mean and nasty and, and poignant. And not when I mean mean and nasty, I mean that it has, that it has a point of view, like, like a nasty, nasty woman. Stuff. Like a nasty yeah, woman. They do, they do name check the nasty <laughs> woman like one time, but completely out of context, like yeah, not related yeah. at all. Like, to... I, I just think that, that it really could have leaned into a point of view. And I think that, that, the thing about two that I like so much is that there was some really, there was some shows, there was some harsh social commentary, and there was it, it, there was more to say than I think that this one, and maybe because it is politics, and maybe because it was so poignant that they kind of had to, you know, stand over the line, but it it left me wanting more. Yeah, and I don't want to like keep harping on like oh this these woman arguments over and over, yeah. but like you know in the second movie like we see the almost rape, yeah. but in the other two movies and the rest of that other movie like it's all just murder and violence. Right. And like I'm sorry to say this, but like if we really had the purge, I feel like it would be like fifty percent rape and fifty yeah. percent murder. Whereas yeah. this is like oh maybe like two percent rape and yeah. everyone's into murder and violence. Like it's I think basically it would be only murder. Tons yeah. of rapes. Like you know. I get it, you know, they, whatever. But anyways, I just want to say that again. Yeah, <laughs> and it's a good point because like it's a bunch. It's why some of the lines that mm-hmm. I was talking about fall flat. Mm-hmm. It's why some of these things fall flat. It's that people who are not. It's why diversity is important. If we want to go back to it, like you want diversity in the writing crew, you want diversity in the country, you want diversity in everything because there are just experiences that we're not going to get mm-hmm. as guys coming out of this that you will, and that's important to have in these things. Yeah. And I feel like the, 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 the attempts that it does have to those different point of views end up being characterizations that are flat. Yeah. And also, the Flat MPAA. is a bucket of chicken. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I was like, the, the MPAA doesn't give a shit about people getting murdered. If there was a bunch of people getting raped in the movie, it probably would have been rated X or something. That's yeah. They would have had a true. Hard, yeah. harder time. But I think that that the second movie does a very good job of kind of character like this is the that was a really scary scene without actually showing. Yeah, I think the thing that that I liked about the second one too that kind of engaged in was how it was personal for so many people. How it was these smaller like like and 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 this movie kind of like I killed my parents like wow. Those girls were so horrible. Yeah, Yeah, and I didn't like how like you know all the purge gangs that we've seen before. I guess the freaks were equal men and women, but all the gangs we saw in the second movie were pretty much all male or not non distinguishable. We saw we saw the one crazy woman on the top of that's true. That's true. Like this group of girls in the electrical parade, they were all wearing really like sexy outfits, fishnets, you know, like um really you know revealing outfits and just like it was just and even weird. before that they were wearing like school girl yeah outfits. i yeah. Just, no, it's, it's, i was it, like grossed out by it because all the purge gangs we've seen it was more violent religious and then these specific girls who are were all black it's all of a sudden sexual like right. and, uh, it, no it felt like yeah those persian movies like we could make another one you want to get some tits in there and they're like <laughs> yeah i guess we could we could have like a sexy gang michael bay yep i know, <laughs> I know michael bay <laughs> Yeah, it was just kind of icky. I don't know. Yeah. There was a lot of things that just made me feel yeah. icky about it. Yeah. The, the minor thing that bothered me the most mm-hmm. at the end of the movie is the senator has won. She's the president. She has an election party. And the people that saved her life 
are painting a deli <laughs> yeah. because they weren't invited, and also this senator did not pay for someone to renovate this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. I was oh kind of thinking earlier, yes. like, man, they saved her life. They're going to be set for life if she survives right. this. But apparently, yeah, no, nope. no, nope. that was the. the She'll nep- come back and buy a sandwich. Yeah, ne- 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 nepotism is bad optics. Yeah, bad optics. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, let's wrap it up on yeah. the purge election year. Yep. Coming up next, we're going to have the first purge. Not the first Purge movie. No, no. The first the Purge. The, the first confusingly purge. titled The First the Purge. purge. <laughs> Not the, the Fourth Purge. Colon The First Purge. It's The First Purge episode four. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's coming any... out in theaters on July 4th. Yeah. Have any of you guys seen the trailers for this? I probably. I watched it once, but I don't remember barely anything. Yeah. From I, yeah, I don't remember. I, remember it I looks think like Marissa another... Tomei's in it. Yeah. That's all I've got. I remember it looked like another pretty diverse cast, which is kind of cool. And yeah. Maybe this one will go even further into race. I, I know, know that it's not a DeMonico. It's yes. not a, it is. He it wrote is, it. He wrote it. written it. by him. Ah, there we go. Well, so... we'll, we'll see if we get more buckets of chicken. What I'm hoping is, I know this would not make sense with the way the movies have been so far, because it wouldn't make sense what I'm about to say, but I'm hoping that maybe in the early days of the purge, they hadn't made that classification about no class four weapons. <laughs> and in this first purge, someone uses one and they're like, holy shit, we can't have that. Happening. So that came out of necessity. Is yeah. What you're yeah. And, then, and so we get to see the story of someone and how they came to live at 10 penny tower. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But I was going to say like, if someone had used a nuke, then the world wouldn't look like how it does right now. So. Well, we haven't seen true. New Orleans. That's yeah. true. <laughs> I don't know. have any idea where this takes place. You're right. Exactly. We've only seen two coasts. Yeah, that's, right. that's true. Uh, so it could be. I, I like that idea because the only reason you mentioned that specifically in the rules of the purge is that someone either thought of that. Exactly. Or yeah. We had it to stands have out as such right. a like we asked about it in the first movie, like what's a class for a weapon? Right. Because it stands out as like one of the most interesting things of that little like public service announcement that comes up. It's like the mayor of Philly just nuking New York. It's just <laughs> <Yeah>. like <laughs> fuck the Yankees. Bah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let's I mean, be clear, that's what Philly would do. Since it's a prequel and it is the very first time they have the purge, I think maybe we actually will see like some of these smaller scale crimes that we keep like hypothesizing about because people would be like, you know, testing the waters. Yeah. It'd be like us doing a purge. That's We'd right. be like, yeah. ooh, I could steal some candy. Well, yeah, that's Jaywalk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be really interesting to see how they uh are going to try to like one up themselves, but also it right. being a prequel. So, like, maybe people aren't doing the crazy shit they're doing. Like, you could movie. just like the per- like, I'm going to break into the candy store and eat all that candy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. I Wouldn't can that do. be cute? That would be cute. <laughs> Your purge night was so cute. Like, one person <laughs> takes it too far. Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted that puppy at the store. Oh, oh. Now it's mine. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. It'll be interesting. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, we'll be talking about that next week. Uh, Canon. Thanks for being here, man. Thank you very much for having me. This is super entertaining. Yeah, you've been great today, tonight. (laughs) Is there anything that you want to plug or anywhere people should follow you? Um, I am not very active on social media. Uh, I will say I am working uh, on a uh, Dungeons & uh, Dragons-themed musical called Tabletop. Oh, You can look up that on Facebook, Tabletop the Musical. Uh, I'm working. My friend Chad Sunman wrote that. So that's uh, the only thing I'm working on I can plug. So I'll plug that right now. That sounds awesome. That sounds really awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Sweet. Uh, Well, thanks for being here. Um, In the meantime, uh, before we head out here, uh, Eliz, where can people keep in touch with us? Yeah, you can always email us, sequelrights at gmail.com. Or reach out to us on social media, on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Sequel Rights. We need ideas for upcoming franchises because we are almost done purging. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
I feel cleansed. Uh, and yeah, please rate and review us uh, wherever you get your podcasts. We truly, truly appreciate it. And send us your yeah. I really want to hear more ideas for more franchises. Uh, we have a few, but we'd love to. We need more. We need more. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we'll see you guys next week for the very first purge, the beginning colon the first one. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs>